It's five minutes with me. Howdy. When I was a 31-year-old junior high pastor at a large church in Pasadena, California, my senior pastor took me out for lunch on the anniversary of my hire. And during lunch, he asked me what job I'd like to have someday in the future. I told him that I absolutely loved youth ministry and hoped to, st- to stay connected to it in one way or another for the rest of my life. But I also uttered uh, an additional crazy thought. I said, one day I'd love to be your executive pastor. Apparently he heard me because less than two years later, that senior pastor asked me to take on the executive role uh, at that church. I was 33 years old. I had bleach blonde hair. I wore t-shirts and shorts to work. And this was a hundred year old church with 20 pastors, well over a hundred staff and a church attendance of around 6,000. The five associates who reported to me were all over 50 years old, including a 60 year old former executive pastor who'd been in that role for 20 years and voluntarily stepped down to become the Associate of Adult Ministries. Needless to say, it was a stretch for me. I heard through the grapevine that the church board thought the senior pastor was nuts, and maybe he was. One board member even told me in a kind of a weird attempt to encourage me, I think, that he had incredulously asked who in the right mind appoints the junior high pastor as the executive pastor. I have absolutely zero misunderstanding about this. I was underqualified and underexperienced for that role. And I know I made plenty of mistakes. But every time I sat down with the senior pastor to process stuff, he beamed at me with a genuine grin of excitement and belief. He constantly reminded me why he had chosen me for this role. He listed the skills and competencies he saw in me that were the right fit for this season. He gave me input and opinions when I asked for them, but he rarely told me what to do. He robustly had my back when people came to him about decisions I'd made that they didn't like. And he gave me a ton of freedom to fail and succeed and risk and lead change. That senior pastor was my competency facilitator, identifying and nurturing potential he saw in me. As a competency facilitator, leadership leverages curiosity in noticing strengths, potential, and each person's unique made in God's imageness. This leader is not exerting force on people, but leading through nurturing. This leader's greatest contribution is to call out what others might not yet see or what even what that person might not yet see about herself. And more than only calling out these competencies, this leader's role is to create supportive spaces for people to test run these competencies. They support, offer feedback, and continue to point out growth and development. My definition of control is minimizing variables and maximizing efficiencies for predictable outcomes. And in some ways, you might say that's the task of management. And management is not to be viewed as somehow inherently evil or bad. Of course not. But management is a very different mindset than that of a competency facilitator. If you're a good manager, you're interested in problem solving and fixing what went wrong. But if you're a competency facilitator, you create space for people to run and you cheer them on when they do, even if they run straight into a wall. 
I've been challenged in recent recent years about the importance of meaningful responsibility, particularly in terms of teenagers and young adults moving toward adulthood. The lengthening of adolescence is directly connected to our collective isolation of teenagers and young adults and our removal of meaningful responsibility. A competency facilitator does more than notice competencies. That's a critical first step, of course. I really don't know if I'd be doing what I was doing today if a youth pastor hadn't stopped me in the hallway at church when I was in seventh grade to tell me he thought I'd be a great youth pastor someday. That vision had a giant impact on me. But honestly, that youth pastor didn't do anything to facilitate this vision. He merely named it. The leadership I'm suggesting isn't just competency noticer or competency identifier. The facilitation aspect is critical. And that part requires time, patience, and investment. Of course, this isn't just about competency in teenagers. It really applies to all of our leadership relationships, not the least of which is the volunteers in your youth ministry. Youth Cartel Podcast Network.